Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. I'm your host, Keisha. We've got producer James here in the Pink Phoenix Media Studios. Hello. I said that like we're really at like Universal Studios or something like that. Uh, we merely have an additional room in my boutique, Sassy Class Boutique, shameless plug. And we have a, a back room, and that is what we like to call Pink Phoenix Media. So they didn't have to know that. Well, I'm always honest with, you know, my listeners. There's no need to lie. You know, just. Okay. I mean, we can start it over. You can delete all this so we just start all over. <laughs> I mean, we can do that. No, it's fine. All righty. I'm hoping you guys have a good week. We just both got uh, an unexpected workout. Uh, ugh, you know. If you know me, you know how much I just love and adore, cannot imagine life without my pets. But damn, they can be assholes sometimes. For example, um, we were at home and I went to check the front door to see if we had any packages out there. And I guess I wasn't paying attention because zoom, there goes Marvel, the tweenie. And then uh, this little Abraham Lincoln at old ass sushi Decides to run after Marvel. But this is the part that I didn't get. You know, we're calling him to come back, but Marvel goes immediately to the grass and takes a shit. He took a shit like he had been in jail, like county jail for three days and had to share a holding room with a whole bunch of other men so he couldn't poop. That that was how he pooped. Like he had just gotten out. He just made bail and gotten out and was like, man, I really got to take a shit. That was him. Now, mind you, 20 minutes before we were in the backyard where he, you know, I call him a club promoter because he gets in that backyard. He gets everybody hyped up just for no reason at all. Just barking from, you know, this spot to that spot, that spot, this spot. He's just barking. He's a club promoter. So anyway, he decides to trot his ass on down the street or the sidewalk. James is calling him. I'm calling him. Nope, 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 nope. Then there's Sushi, who's trotting at a bit much slower pace because he's like 500 years old. But he's not coming back either. I guess I got that certain octave in my voice when they all know that I'm super serious and there's the potential of someone getting physically harmed by me. Sushi decides to turn around, but he took the long way coming around. And I just like, what? What? Huh? So I'm losing sight of James and Marvel because <laughs> they're that far down the uh, street. And here's the thing. So, you know, Marvel and James have a very weird relationship where I'm not quite sure that James likes him all the time. So I know that James is pretty pissed off. And I'm like, I think I saw them like turn like if you make a turn, they have gone a long ways from home. So I finally get sushi, pick him up. We're going in the house, and I realize, shit, we left the front door open. So did the cat get out? Oh. But I, I can't lose focus. I got to go save my husband <laughs> and this dog. So I put sushi in the house, get in my truck to back out, and then I see them heading toward us. So I roll down the window. I'm like, Marvel, and here he comes, zooming right over to, to me, smiling, so happy to see me. Because he's just too goddamn dingy to realize it wasn't but five, ten minutes ago that I was cussing his ass down the street. He was just happy to see mommy. Well, the worst part is the little motherfucker stayed about 25 feet in front of me. Every single step I take, he's take one. If I got a little bit too close, he'd run forward. Just the entire, just all the way down the street. I didn't even catch him. I He finally, like, ran across the street. And I managed to get around him enough to kind of point him back to the house. And then when he heard your voice, he's like, oh, hey, mommy's home. Here we go. You fucking motherfucker. Yeah, so we get all of the children in the house. And I'm like, where's the cat? Where's Liam? Mm. That's like, he's probably anywhere in the house, which Liam does that. Liam will, you know, ghost us it, it, within the same household. We're all in the same house. So I just have that mommy feeling. My uterus started contracting a little bit. And like, my child is lost. So I just crack open a door. And Jay's like, don't open it now. I'm like, okay, I'm not opening it all the way. And I'm like, Lily, Lily. And here he comes in the house. So at that very moment, James and I lost custody of three kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank God the cat don't go nowhere. 
No, he just he just he was still basically on the front porch. <laughs> That's as far as he got. As soon as I called his name, unlike his brothers, he came straight on straight on, walking very very slowly. Like all right, all right, all right. He is right. not an outside cat. No, not at all. He thinks he wants to be one, but then the times that he goes, he does not go far at all. No, no before he looky for he mommy. All right, if you are a friend of the Libra Lounge, you know what time it is. It is time for the gab. We know she has a really big mouth, which sounds kind of dirty, and that's probably true, too. Let's gossip the gab with Keisha. All right. I just want to let everyone know that I have been marked safe in the Facebook and IG shutdown that was heard all over the world. What happened? Uh, I don't think anybody knows. They haven't like published a root cause yet. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna tell you how that day went. That was Monday, correct? Yeah. Okay, so Monday. Black Monday. Black Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you were a survivor as well. So I get on my phone. I, you know, as soon as I get up, I make coffee. I kind of sit down and I check, you know, our business pages and then my personal page. And so on Facebook, I kept trying to refresh it. I'm like, okay. Why does this one post keep popping up? I'm like, okay, all right. So I hop on over to Instagram to make a post, and it keeps saying there's no internet connection. So I'm like, well, what the hell? So I go over to settings, uh, unclick the Wi-Fi, click it back. I'm like, okay, we're good. Go to Facebook, and there I see Misty Raven's post yet again. <laughs> <laughs> And let's just say by the end of the day, I had cussed Misty a many a times because somehow <laughs> it became her fault. So go back over to Instagram, which the night before this person that I follow said that they were going to share a story the next day about this thing that had been going on. So my nosy ass, I really have a dog in this race. I'm like, I need to hear whatever it is that she's talking about. So I keep trying to refresh, keep trying to refresh. And then it would seem like it would let you scroll a little bit, but then you get to like that six post and then it's just blank. It won't go anywhere. So for numerous hours, I'm like, I'm going to cuss James out. Something's wrong with our internet connection. He didn't mess something up. But I'm like, wait a minute. I wonder, is it just a whole Xfinity thing that's going on? I'm like, what? It's got to, I rebooted my phone. I deleted the Facebook app. I deleted the Instagram app because I'm thinking there's a glitch somewhere. But <laughs> nothing like what happened, which was just a total shutdown. It, I think I had invested about 23 hours <laughs> trying to fix this situation before James went, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's everybody. They're having a whole shutdown. Yeah, I mean, you can always just Google, is Facebook down? No, because I get my information from Facebook. So if Facebook <laughs> is going to be down, I expect to see something from Facebook saying that Facebook down. is down. That is how I get all of my information. It's from Facebook and Instagram. So, yeah, I was like, you know, a, a lost child. I'm like, I have no friends. Like, <laughs> I have no, no way to communicate. I don't even know if I can go anywhere because I, someone on Facebook hasn't told me what the weather is like outside. You know, you don't realize how often you utilize these apps. It's a lot. It's, an <laughs> it's, lot. it's a lot. So James was actually telling me that there is a conspiracy theory about what really happened during Monday's blackout. Yeah, I guess there's a whistleblower uh, in D.C. that's either was going to uh, testify or was like getting uh, depositioned. Something about Facebook's use of private information with the CIA or who the hell knows. But it was just ironic that on the day that they're being having their secrets told, mm -hmm. all of a sudden Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, you know, all of their properties are down globally, like right. worldwide. You know, so, so I'm going to piggyback off of that. I want to say it was either it was last week that Kamala Harris was supposed to be a guest on The View, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, Whoopi Goldberg was sick, so she wasn't going to be there, but Joy was there, Sonny was there, and I can't remember the other girl's name. So they're filming the show. They've got, I don't know if they have their live studio audiences, audiences. <laughs> I don't know if they have their audiences. Their audience is back. But as the show is filming, Kamala Harris is, you know, set to come on, 
the producer or someone gets over the loudspeaker and says, Sonny, and I, I cannot, I, I think the girl's name is Alyssa or Alexa, something like that. We need for you guys to immediately leave the set. You've been test, you've been tested positive for COVID. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Damn. So then they proceed with the rest of the show. However, this is during a time that we're having these border issues with the Haitians. Okay. Right. And uh, Sonny uh, will be all over your ass about any kind of immigration, the borders being blocked, any kind of injustices. I mean, she will get you on your ass. And she cares not even a little bit that it was the vice president of the United States. Everybody's equal. So what they're saying is, is that Kamala's people caught wind to some of the questions that Sonny and the, the, the girl who shall not be named uh, were going to ask. And they were like, you know what? Mm -mm. No, 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 This is not good. So I guess they got like an Olivia Pope, I'm sure. You know, Kamala has an Olivia Pope. Probably went back and said, we don't, uh-uh, y'all got to get rid of them. Because the next day, 24 hours later, it was announced there was a mistake. They did not test positive. Oh, that's So just, tell me, that, uh, that sounds a bit fishy to me. That's some handling right there. Uh-huh. Like, yep. it's almost fascinating, though, oh, the control that they have. It's fascinating, but it's also scary and depressing. Like, yeah, they it's can't really just like answer in the movies. questions. Yeah, yeah, they can't just answer questions. Yeah, yeah. Well, because part of the reason is, is that the U.S. fucked up. A lot of the Haitians that were actually... Going, were they going into Mexico or they, they, were they coming here? Well, they, I, I guess. I don't know. I lost interest. They were coming here. They were coming here. Otherwise, because if they were going somewhere else, we wouldn't care. Right. Anyway, so the big problem is that a lot of the Haitians, they flew these Haitians back to Haiti, but not all the ones. They flew in to the U.S. They are Haitian, but they were coming from Brazil, Belize, other places where they actually lived. And so the U.S., which the U.S. never, yeah, they sent it right back to Haiti where they have no homes. Oh wow! Yeah, and since when does the U.S. fly fly people back? No, yeah. no, it's just a little bit odd. I think I, I just like I said, the Kamala Harris and the Blackout Monday kind of there's some conspiracies floating around. Okay, now here's one thing. Uh, I wish. I wish this was me right now. I wish at this very moment that I was one of Brian. How do you say his last name? Landry's? Laundry. Laundry's? Something. Like neighbors. That. Because they are making a killing right now because they are charging reporters to use their land, their space, their driveways to camp out. That is genius. Brilliant. That genius. is genius. Genius. Yes. Especially if you think the fucker is guilty. Yeah, it is genius. Some of them are um, getting paid $3,500 a week. That, look, that is the smartest goddamn thing I've heard all week. I cannot agree more. That so they're, smart. you know, part of their package, like if you want to have my deal, I'll make sure that you've got a canopy. You're, you're protected from the elements and you've got internet service. That is ingenious right I mean, there i mean yeah because those fucking people are they're gonna, gonna do it gonna anyway. anyway yeah so you might as well you know control some a, of the chaos yeah, exactly and benefit from it can you imagine you're living on a street where a potential killer used to live how much well just think about all the media attention that this case has gotten think of how much of the media is on their street and they have been on their street and they're not going anywhere anytime soon we still got to catch this fool he's got to be arrested he's got to go to trial we got to get the indictment first so that this is a media circus and this is a way to say you know what i am the motherfucking remaster here and that's the only place they can really camp out yeah I mean, there's no there's no place to go they're yeah and all of them it. want to be you know the first to the newest updates. Oh, and so, get the family reaction. Yeah, so this is $3,500 a week. It's nothing to a television station. Man, now I wish some bullshit happened in our town. 
or our I neighborhood. Know. I know, but don't let it be really happening in our neighborhood. Not like that. No. The only I mean, people that get the police called on were us. Yeah, I mean, but there was a dead guy near our boutique, and I don't think we could have charged them anything to watch. No. Most of the people in our town didn't even realize what was going on. Hell, the mayor <laughs> didn't know till I told him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling him to see, uh, were you not going to let me know about this dead body that is right across the street from my boutique? What dead body? I'm like, okay, uh, you know what? Y'all play too much. But good for you, Brian Laudry's, Landry's, Laundry's, however you say his last name, neighbors. You guys, I wish there was a bitch please and a positive to give to them. Okay? Uh, bitch, we gotta go. Think go, bitch. Ho, go. Ho, oh, go. <laughs> Ho, go of the week from the Libra Lounge with Keisha. All right, so I tell you what. There are some women who are fully prepared and their mission is to take down fakeality social media influencers and some of these reality TV stars who do so much photoshopping to their pictures when they post them. And these ladies are tired of it because what it is doing, it is not uplifting other women. It's making us feel like, you know what, I'm inadequate. I'm not attractive. Something's wrong with me because I don't look like that. And it's not real. And I tell you what, no matter how much you know that it's not real, when you are scrolling through, you cannot help but to stop at something that looks near perfection and wish in some type of way, I wish I were closer to that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a, it's a weird thing. You know, what, what years ago before they had filters, it was all about body positivity, right? You know, be who you are and all that. Yeah. And yeah, we see how quick that fucking lasts. Yeah, I mean, it is one thing. Like, I use a filter on my pictures because a picture lasts for fucking ever, and I want all of my ancestors to say that bitch was cute. Yeah, but you still look like you. I still look like me. Yeah. Yes, I still <laughs> look like me. Where you have Khloe Kardashian just posted a a photo of herself. I think it was either today or yesterday. She's in some kind of a bodysuit. When is she not? And um, she's got her elbows kind of on the a balcony and her boat is poked out. And it just looks like the most ridiculous thing. And then someone captured it just fantastically and said she looked like that female ant from, what, from a bug's life. <laughs> and she did. <laughs> It's just that butt does not go with that body. Well, because they were purchased differently at different times. But it just doesn't even look like it is like she went and said, Doctor, when you do my plastic surgery, I want you to do it different than you do to other girls. I want my body parts to look like they don't even go on the same body. Like they not of the same body. They just like you collect the pieces from different women and stitch them all together. And that's me. It just it just looks so is it like when you get like the the house brand at Walmart and the house brand at Target and it's way two different things? Yes, it's way two different things. It's <laughs> like, okay. So what if <laughs> there's some groups on Instagram that all they live to do is rip apart Kim Zosia Bierman and her family? Rightfully so, because <laughs> they are the queens of Photoshopping. Sometimes you can't even, you don't even recognize them because it's just so... It's so much. And it's I'm distorted. Kind of, yes, it's not it filtered, is. It's distorted. It is distorted. And it's like, okay, no human is shaped that way. Like a woman's waist, her stomach, her whole midsection, that was built and designed to carry children. You cannot do that if your left side and the right side of your ribs are like, meet in the middle. And that is how they look. I, I, I'm just like, this is, I get you want the whole hourglass figure, but. I didn't know hourglass I've ever seen. That couldn't move any sand. I, yeah, it couldn't. It, I, you know what? But that is how the size of their waist in comparison. <laughs> An hourglass. Like that middle part, that's their waist. Um, and, and, and the thing that gets me, it's like people like him forget that they do have some people who have seen them from the very beginning of their careers and see them now. It's like, okay, so you didn't have anything done. Really, Kim? Like, it's like, it's like going to a person who has removed their nose and put it on the left side of their face. And they're like, I didn't have no plastic surgery. Mm -mm, that's just contouring. I just, <laughs> that's what they say. It's just contouring. Why it's just lie? my makeup. I, I don't, don't know, know why they lie. Just be honest about it. What, like, there's something my black ass can do because you have plastic surgery other than try to figure out how much money on a GoFundMe I could collect so I could get the same plastic surgery, too. So Kim's daughter, Brielle, who we've known her since she was, what, 
probably 12 or 13 years old. In the old. womb? Well, I mean, we've known her. We've seen a lot with Brielle, okay? Yeah. Is she the older or the younger? She's the oldest of okay. the six kids. So yeah. Brielle recently got double jaw surgery. Um, apparently, it was to fix an overbite, which she did have it. She had a bad overbite because I remember when the Real Housewives of Atlanta first came on, I would hate every time she talked. It was like, it's, 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 it was just horrible. I was like, okay, wait, is she, is she hearing impaired? Does she have a thick tongue? Is she just real dumb? I don't know what it was, but okay, it makes sense that she had an overbite, okay? But and she had um, Simpson's mouth. It was what? She had Simpson's yes, mouth. Yes, she did. And then I think it was to fix something that's called like a TMJ. I think that's, I think I read that somewhere. Too much jaw? I, I Maybe. I don't know what it was. <laughs> that was it. It's TMJ. Too yeah. much jaw. So, you know, Brielle has had some work done. China had done. Uh, right. Um, <laughs> Brielle has caught a lot of fire because of her photoshopping, how much she's done to her face. And she's so young. But if you look at a picture now, I know she probably thought it was looking really good because, you know, she got her jaws fixed. But she looked 50. I mean, a good 50. <laughs> well, not a good 50, but. I mean, if you're fully fi 50. Okay, I put it this way. If you're 50, you hope to look like her okay, when you're right, 50, right. okay? And I'm just like, why do these 20 year olds want to look 45 so bad? I, 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 I don't understand it. They go and they actually get procedures done to their face. You know, I mean, to get something done to your face, that's a lot. It is. And, you know, to me, it's more extreme to get something done to your face than it is to your body. Yes, I would agree. Yeah. Because your body that. can do changes. Like your body can gain weight. Your body can lose weight. You could do certain things to curve up. You can wear waist training. You know, there's so many things, but your face is your face. Right. But these bitches go and get their faces worked on. I'm like, I don't have anything done. And they've got balloon lips <laughs> where they can barely breathe through their noses because the top lip is covering up the damn nostrils. But they didn't have any work done. Uh, but it's just, I don't, I don't understand. Like, where did we go wrong? I think we just got to where, I mean, beauty has always been um, subjective and beauty is always something that women strive for. And every time somebody in the fashion now redefines beauty, quote unquote, everybody just jumps on whole hog. And I think right now at the, the at Whatever the top of all of that, the forerunner in there, what is a forerunner or front runner? Front runner. The front runner <laughs> with all of this, it's Kim Kardashian, hands down. Yeah. Yeah. And now you've got all these plastic surgeries where you could just make a down payment and you could pay pay a month. It's like a, a you, it's like basically having a credit card just for plastic surgery. They make it <laughs> yeah. so much easier. Remember a pla you one time it, you know it was like if you got plastic surgery you were rich. Oh yeah, that was no. a thing. Yeah, I mean, no. you had to go to like Haiti to get a bad job. Yeah. <laughs> now you know these bitches got their stimulus checks. Everybody has. You know everyone got plastic surgery. Get your face on layaway. Basically, you can. You know how you can rent tires. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. Like, okay, I'm gonna fix your left ass cheek. When <laughs> you get you done paying this down payment, I'm gonna go ahead and do your right. Okay. If you don't want to look lopsided, you better hear me make that monthly payment. It's just crazy. It's so accessible to anyone. Even broke people. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand how some of these people choose. They make the decision. They write, write, they sit down. They have to write things out. They have to sign documents. They have to talk to nurses, doctors, and sometimes a therapist before they can get these surgeries, but they don't get their see, teeth done first. See, but that, that used to be the way. It's not now. now. No, like think about Botox. People have Botox parties which is literally injecting something in your face that changes the muscle reaction. It's a it's a, a major change to the way a body part works. And it's a fucking Friday night party. And to me, again, when you do something to your face, to me, that's serious. I mean, okay. I see some of these people in their 30s getting Botox. I'm like, what the hell? Why are they getting 30? Why are they getting Botox at 30? And then I realized, Everyone is not as blessed and fortunate as I to have this silky, smooth, dark, melanated skin. True. So I don't like I'm not even trying to be funny right now. I asked a friend who was going to go get Botox. I asked her why. I said, why are you getting the Botox? And she 
she told me the area and I was like, okay, I see, I see that. But then I was like, I'm older than her. I'm like, but do I need it too? Like it makes you, it's, it makes you question. It does. Whether you, you think you need something that you don't, but of course she told me, girl, you don't need any Botox, which I already knew, but I just wanted to compliment. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, now you can just walk up and do like the, the lipo, the sculpturing, like yeah. all that stuff. People go get Botox on their lunch break. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like all of those kind of things have just turned into something you can walk in and get off yeah. the menu. No. And no. that's the way. You don't that... have to give it a lot of thought yeah, anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Beauty is treated like something you can just walk in and fast food get yeah. changed. You, as long as your BMI is within the limits, you can go get any type of plastic surgery done to your body. Yep. Yeah. And you know what? I'm still surprised that a lot of plastic surgeries are even going by the BMI still. That has to, that, they must get checked on that. I don't know. I don't know. But I tell you what I do know when we come back from this, I was going to say messages. <laughs> like we're a TV back show. Back from these messages. Like I was like a show, like a host <laughs> on a show. We'll be right back 1960s. after these messages. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, we're going to talk about more plastic surgery because we're going to be talking about Darcy and Stacy. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. Just want to remind you guys that you can subscribe to us on iTunes, YouTube, TuneIn app iHeartRadio, and now on Amazon Music. That's right. I said it right? You did. Okay, I thought I had it wrong. Okay, okay, I got it right. Go win a prize? Yeah, to keep doing the show. Awesome and amazing. <laughs> uh, I just want to also request that you guys leave us a review if you listen to the show on iTunes. Uh, any kind of constructive criticism, any thoughts? Okay, I'm lying. I really don't care about it. I just want you to put the shows great and fantastic. So if you could just give us a thumbs up on there. I don't know if you can leave emojis on reviews. Yeah, apparently you can. Oh, <laughs> I saw some today. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, we we do care about what you think. I and mean, we, we do like knowing that you guys are enjoying the show. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and like our page on Facebook. And thank you for all the Pink Shade listeners who have... Uh, discovered Libra Lounge with Keisha because of our friends Aaron and Mary Payne over at Pink Shade. So glad, so glad to hear Aaron's voice back on the podcast. It seems like she was gone forever. It was really, really nice having our girl gang back together. Okay, so how, these people are filming like crazy. So an all-new season of Darcy and Stacy, which one just ended like a couple of weeks ago, but season three is coming up in January. Wow. I don't understand how they're feel. I can't. I, I think it. I think now that they've laxed the COVID stuff, uh -huh. I think the production they got extra stuff. Yeah, I think they just jumped back in. I mean, I can't. I'm just like, okay, wait. I always have a hard time separating what they are posting on Instagram versus what's on the show. I always think it's the same time frame, <laughs> and it's not. I cannot imagine what season three of Darcy and Stacy is going to be about. What else is there? We, we know they can't seem to find a man in America. In all of the Americas, they cannot find a man. So they have to go. Sometimes they, don't, they go to countries that, like, I don't know of people from those countries. They go to countries that have had civil wars, like, in the last 20 years. Yeah, to find younger men. Models with long hair. And convince their old asses that these dudes really <laughs> want to be with them in their rotten wounds. They really, like, really? How do you, like, to me, if I did that, I would constantly tell myself, okay, okay, we know this not real. I know he don't really love me. But the sex is great. So, hey, we're just going to carry on. But these two actually fall in love with these people. Every time. And you know what? I can't watch one more heartbreak with Darcy. I cannot continue to listen to the... I am a strong woman. I don't deserve this. I've had enough. All of the whisper crying. She does hard whispers, okay? <laughs> she and, whispers really hard. Yes, and I I like Darcy and Stacey. I, th I love their fashion. I love their style. I like their personalities, except for when it comes to picking partners and putting up with the shit that they put up with these people. I'd be damned if somebody from a whole another country who 
by my permission, because they had to get approved through me to come into the United States, you cannot work for six months at all, right? I still have to marry you before you can stay in this country. It's going to treat me like dog shit. Yep. Do you know how I would make a motherfucker take a greyhound from America back to Bulgaria or wherever the hell they're from? Like, how dare, what kind of audacity and control do you have over someone? You know you don't have a pot to piss in. If this person puts you out of their household, you have no family in the country who you can go to be with. You have nothing. You have no money. You have no way of making money unless you, like, start selling ass or selling drugs. And then you treat these people like shit. I don't understand it. Please make it make sense to me. I don't get it either. I mean, you know, I've heard horror stories of people who have no family, no friends, a hundred miles away. Right. Let alone 4,000 miles away. Yes. And they dog these women out. They cheat on these women. They talk crazy. Producer James don't even talk crazy to me. And everything we have is his. I don't, <laughs> I don't talk crazy about her to other people. Yeah, like, these motherfuckers tell their friends, but soon as the money go, I'm gone too. It's like... They bold as shit. Like, you're not even all the way in the country. You, like, have your pinky toe in this country. Like, all it takes is one visit to immigration, and she says, I don't want him here no more, and your ass has gone back. That's right. I, I don't I don't get it. I I don't know. I want Darcy to find a good man. Man, woman, whatever. Somebody who is good to her, not gonna make her heart whisper cry, not make her fly to Turkey again to get more plastic surgery. She is turning into that Von Longendong woman that looks like a cat. <laughs> oh my god. She right now, if you go to Darcy's Instagram page. You're going to find a stand-in for that movie, Doctor of, uh, the, the Island of Dr. Moreau. Oh, that shit. is what she looks like. She looks like a... Which, which animal? Which, which like character? a cheetah, a cat, <laughs> some kind of a cat, a lion-human hybrid. It's, like it's what cat. she looks like. Now, Stacy, they try to still be as identical as they can, but Stacy has not gone quite as far as Darcy has. She's gone far, but she's still recognizable Darcy, on the other hand, it looks like someone got, like, you remember jello shots, but you would put them in the big syringes at yeah. the clubs? Yeah. It looks like someone got to her cheeks and just <laughs> kept pushing in liquid to make it. No one's cheekbones look like that. And no one should want their cheekbones to look like that. Her, she looks bigger yeah. with all of this stuff. Like, you can barely see her eyes. And that doesn't even have anything to do with the butterfly eyelashes that she normally wears. This is just with no lashes on at all, the cheekbones are so, the fillers are so big. It just looks bad. And she's a cute girl. Her and Stacey both are cute girls. But I feel like dealing with these men, these men that, I mean, don't necessarily really want to be with them. Well, which of these guys have come over? Like, have they ever dated somebody who was like like an investment banker or an engineer or... Somebody no, with a career. No, they don't want those kind of guys. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like these guys come over and they're, they're they want the, worthless. They, I mean, they want the guys with no jobs who are models, who are uh, trainers. Quote, I'm using quotes for all these. Still live with their, <laughs> with their moms. I'm like, bitch, you can't tell me that you can't drive five minutes down the street and not find the exact same guy in the exact same situation. But only closer. You don't even have to spend any money flying overseas to see them. What city do they live in? I want to say they live up north, like Pennsylvania area. Okay, so, New York is not too far. No, I know. Okay, so you're near some major city. Uh, where there are yes. probably millions of people. And like, tons of men who are models. Millions. And trainers. And some of them even have accidents. I mean, accidents. Have accidents as well. <laughs> I mean, I, I just don't. I don't understand the fixation on doing this, but it is it is obviously a thing because how many seasons of 90 Day Fiance have we had? It's got to be a, some weird self-esteem kind of thing. It has to be. It has to be. And I feel like every time a guy says something that breaks her down a little bit, she gets more plastic surgery. It's, yeah. There's Who some gives veneers on top of veneers? Darcy and Stacy did. <laughs> like I didn't even know that was a such thing. But you know where they go to for all of these procedures? 
out of the country? They yeah. go to Turkey. Oh, Turkey, really? Yeah, Turkey is like the hot spot. There's been some people from Love After Lockup, other people from 90 Day Fiance, and I heard someone not affiliated with TLC that, yeah, that's the place to go. Wow. Yeah. Can I go? Not to Turkey. Why? It's cheaper because there. Because I can afford, we can afford for you to have the right stuff done by people who speak your language. Okay. In here in America. Look, if you can make me look like a size six, I don't care what fucking language you speak. You don't even have, you can be a mute. As long as you suck out the right amount of fat, we are good. All right, speaking of plastic surgery and body dysmorphia, the Kardashians have been cited filming a new reality TV show for Hulu. Why? What else have we have seen you birth all of your children, all of the girls. We have been there through every pregnancy that they've each had, even the ones that Kim didn't carry herself. We went through those pregnancies with you. We have gone through with you guys through several noses, several men. A parade of noses. We have seen what your coven can do to men. Kanye, Lamar. Bruce. Caitlin, you know, and what else is there to see? We have seen you open and close businesses. We have seen you create makeup brands. We have, I don't know what it, what? All you have to do is follow them on Instagram. You know, every fucking thing that they're doing. Maybe they can finally pull the wine house. What does that mean? That means we just, we watch them long enough until they die. I don't, they're witches. I don't think that they can die. You can't tell me that's not witchcraft that those women have performed. It is something. You got a point. I just, I don't get what, I mean, what, I don't know what the concept of the reality TV show is, but I mean, to me, like Kim doesn't seem like she would be the most entertaining person to watch. She most definitely needs all the side characters that she can get. But what else is there? I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of something new that's going on with them. I know Chris and Chloe are building mansions right next door to each other. Okay. Uh, Kim and Kanye have been spotted having dinner. Okay. But I didn't need a reality TV to know all of this. It's going to be one of those fucking things, you know, where every other reality show that goes on too long, they start scripting them into situations like, hey, let's go camping. They were already doing that. I know, but I'm saying like that's all they can do is just script into more situations and just watch them go camping, watch them play golf, watch I, them fucking flip pancakes. I don't know. I would think that they would be tired of having, you know, the television crew follow them around. I mean, no, Keeping Up with the Kardashians was on for 42 years. Yeah. So... I don't, I don't know. The show hasn't even been off the air for a whole year and a half. It, they, they have to remember if your job is to be seen. But they're still seen. I'm just, I'm, it's, it's, I'm saying. And who the fuck was even still watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians? I, I, I just don't. Social Not media ever. does so much, and they are all extremely active on social media. So I just don't get the need for the show. Your job is your image. Your image is your job. And you got to be seen. Now, their kids are all funny, and they're all little characters. I wouldn't mind them having a reality TV show. I may actually tune in for that, but I just, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel a need for it. No, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they'll take us down their plastic plastic surgery journeys. Ooh, Lego people. They're like Lego people. They really are. They kind of upgrading parts. Yeah, and just. Sometimes you look, I think now I can look at them with clear eyes and like, what in the actual fuck were they doing? And not not to mention they do all these things to their bodies and they still get their photos photoshopped. I, I, I think they should invest in therapy. I want to do the Kardashian see therapist. <laughs> Maybe that's a show. Maybe it is. I figured the next show they'd be on would be botched. But I guess <laughs> I was wrong. All right, so... Speaking of, since we're talk, seem to be talking about bodies a lot tonight, someone who is big on, you know, body positivity. Who's <laughs> big everywhere. Yeah, who's all about you. Shake what your mama gave you. All women are beautiful. Lizzo, okay? But Lizzo has been having kind of a rough year. She, you know, got really badly body shamed on social media, and she said that some of the, but here's the thing. 
Okay. I by no means think that body shaming someone, no matter what size they are, is right. I don't think that any form of cyberbullying is okay. But goddamn, <laughs> if you're gonna be problem, Lizzo's probably about four bills. No, she, no, she's probably three twenty, three thirty. Okay, she's not. She's not very tall. I don't think. I don't think she's very tall either. So let's say, let's just go with three forty. Okay. You are all of 340 pounds and maybe 5'3". And you decide to go and put on a thong bikini, get in your pool, have your friend film it while you're twerking, and we see, we see all the dimples. But we saw those dimples create some waves in that water. And you don't think anyone's going to say anything about it? Of course. Yeah. About it. Everything that she wears is over the top provocative. None of it's cute. And it's not flattering to her body. No. So you know that there's so many trolls and assholes out here, but you are giving them on a silver platter everything that they need to do to har harass you. She even took like a quick break off of Twitter because she was just so distraught about the comments. Bitch, why are you reading the comments anyway that people leave about you? And don't you sing? Like, isn't that what she does? Why can't yeah. that be what she fucking does? Yes. And nothing else? Well, she caught a lot of flack here recently because I don't know if it was during an interview, um, but she stated that Chris Brown is her favorite person in the world. You what fucked did we up talk there. about last week? Yeah, you fucked up there, Lizzo. Okay. Because here we go again. This man... Beat the fuck out of Rihanna after he cheated on her, gave her a venereal disease, beat her up, and left her. And you're saying that he is your favorite person in the world. I don't get y'all. Have really you never don't. met Barack Obama, Lizzo? Maybe we should introduce you to him. Why Chris Brown? I can understand her saying, I'm a huge fan of Chris Brown's music. Or I like Chris Brown's dancing, but to sum him up as your favorite person in the world, and Lizzo been all over the world, it has to be the girlfriend beater. I don't. I, do you? I I think someone should send a photo of Rihanna's face after Chris Brown got done with her and send it to Lizzo. I think somebody should post a picture of Rihanna's face and tag Chris Brown every day, forever. Yeah, I, I, I'm just, you, you're at the forefront. Is a forefront or front fear? Front uh, runner? Forefront. forefront of women can do anything. Women don't need a man. You look good as hell. Do, do you listen to your own song lyrics, Lizzo? And then you dumb yourself down. Even Let's just say, hey, maybe Chris Brown really is her favorite person in the world. That may not be the thing that you want to say to anybody else. I'm going to say this. I truly believe that all of it is PR. Here's why. You know, we dabbled a bit in the world of shady, shitty, underhanded PR folks. Mm -hmm. Imagine if a PR person said, you know what would be good for you, Chris Brown, wife, you know, uh, woman, uh, beater, and all-around piece of shit? What if... We paid a little money over to Lizzo's side for her to say that you're her favorite person in the world, just to shine on. Uh, no. You know, I, I believe No, that. I don't. And here's why. Chris Brown needs no help at all with publicity. Mm -hmm. He stays in the news, be it good or bad, he's in the news. He's not losing fans. It's like everyone forgot that he is a woman beater. Because here's my thing. We know about him beating up Rihanna. Right. We don't know what he's done to other women, women who don't have the celebrity status that's Rihanna, that Rihanna has or anything like that, that he might have could have paid off. Don't say anything. But no, I don't think this was a publicity stunt. I think she's a fat girl who probably may have gotten a little bit of attention from Chris Brown, and that's her fucking favorite person in the whole wide world. Does that, was that mean to say? No, it's not mean. It's and I'm saying fat girl. I'm a fat girl. But this is just like, oh, the cute high school jock. He he says he whispered hello to me while I was standing at my locker. She sings about women empowerment. Is I it know. empowering to say that a woman beater is a great person and her favorite person in the world? I mean, for God, for God's sakes, if you're gonna say bullshit like that, just just 
Why don't you just say, you know what, Hitler had some good points on some things. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, yeah. okay, to compare Chris Brown, Brina Rihanna, to Hitler who killed women, men, and children by the what? Millions? Yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. the principle is the same. It'd be like saying, man, those Nazis Don't make had a nice saint uniforms. out of the devil. Yeah, yeah. I'd like saying the Nazis had nice uniforms. Yeah, that's that's what you're it was doing. just dumb. But she's been saying a lot of dumb things, dumb things this year. I don't know. You Liz told me she was so smart. You talked her up so much yeah. when I first like, who the hell is this? Yeah, and some she's of that. So smart. And I, she I, plays flute. I'm starting yeah. to think that some of that confidence was fake self confidence. You think? <sighs> Maybe Harry Styles and her can do that collab, and you know she can get back on track. Go back, play a flute in the fucking high school band. Okay, then when we get back, we're gonna <laughs> talk about the new phenomenon that is Squid Games. Sassy Class Boutique is the hot spot for your fashion, beauty, and home decor desires. We celebrate women of all shapes and sizes with our trendy collection of regular and plus size clothing. Looking for the right accessories? We have upcycled Louis Vuitton handbags, vegan purses, and jewelry to add sass to your class. We also offer health and beauty products from salon quality hair care to cruelty-free makeup. Our edgy home decor items will make you the envy of all of your neighbors. Sassy Class Boutique also offers custom items like shirts, hats, and other gifts for any occasion. All of our vendors are female-owned small businesses, and together we are Sassy Class Boutique. Located at 3709 Fatter Drive in Dickinson, Texas, 77539. Or shop anytime with us at www.sassyclassboutique.com. Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. So before we talk about Squid Games, L.A. just put out a notice that they're going to require vaccination proof for indoor restaurants, salons, and other venues. Oh boy. Okay. So before we dive into that even more, if any of you watched the Real Housewives of Potomac, you saw that um, it was last week on last week's episode, Karen had just gotten vaccinated and she made a comment to the girls because they were like bickering. She's like, I didn't get vaccinated to have, come over here and you have us doing this, 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 and that. And then Giselle goes, Do you mean vaccinated? And then I realized at that moment, I've been saying it just like Karen Huger. I've been saying, or I've been saying vaccination. A vaccination? Yeah, when Have it's really vaccinated? vaccination. But that, that's a hard one, though. Like, do you even really notice that much when someone says it wrong? You know, in Texas, no, because a lot of people say Mexican. And it's the same Mex, Vax, Mexican, Mexican. Yeah. We, I, I can, we, we say stuff wrong all the time down here yeah. in the dirty south. That one ain't pass. So I felt as though the COVID cases were going downward, but apparently I'm wrong if LA is requiring proof of vaccination. I mean, here's my thing. Uh, I am very much pro do whatever you want, but also very much pro get vaccinated, all right? But I feel as though if a person, make them wear the mask. You know what I mean? What if it's someone who can't get vaccinated? Like, I couldn't get vaccinated for a while. Right. I said wild. I said a while. <laughs> so, what, you, to me, you stand the risk of losing more business by doing this. I can see salons, okay? And here's why. When I go and get my eyelash extensions, you literally have a person that is directly in your face the whole time. But granted, both of us wear a mask, but sometimes she has to pull my mask down to finish doing the work. So salons, you know, you are in very close proximity to people in the salon. But a restaurant? I mean, restaurants have been mask-free for a long, long time. Now. Yeah. I mean, I, I, here's the thing. You know, a business can choose to run any way they want to, uh -huh. and I support that. I don't support governments coming in and making mandates like that. I mean, it's... Here's the thing. You don't you're not going to make a mandate on people getting the flu shot. Uh -huh. You're not going to get a mandate on on many 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 other things that are also health risks. Uh -huh. So, you know, at this point, if anyone believes they shouldn't get vaccinated, that's on them. There's enough information to make that to make the right decision and you should, 
But goddamn it, not every fucking baby turtle makes it to the ocean. Yeah, I, 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 I feel like if the government there knows something that we don't, I think that they should just mandate the mask. Or just don't mandate anything. Stay the fuck out of our lives and... and Every sh- every ship will ride itself. I tell you what, if if it got to be around here where you had to show your vaccination card everywhere you went, I'd be fucked. Cause I'm always forgetting shit at home. <laughs> I don't I haven't even had an actual physical social security card in ten years. So you expect for me to keep up with a vaccination card as well? I would have felt like I guess I'm just gonna stay at home. I mean, I I, I hate to see that it's going to this extreme. And I know it's for the betterment and the protection of the people, but I'm like, oh, I just thought we were on the upside see, I, of it. See, this is the double talk bullshit because they said for a long time, get vaccinated. Okay, great. Okay, well, now if you're vaccinated, now we got to make sure, if I say this right, the unvaccinated are protected from the vaccinated. Yeah, I heard because something like of that too. Reasons and God damn it. Just, yeah. Can you stick with a message that makes sense? Yeah. And not quit just driving yourself into your lives? Yeah. I don't know, but good luck with that shit. So everyone is talking about Squid Games. Now, about a month ago, you guys heard me going insane about clickbait, which if you have not seen it, you need to finish up the show and immediately go to Netflix and watch clickbait. Clickbait. Okay, so Squid Games. Okay, first of all, when I heard the name of it, I really thought that it was going to be some silly game, animated game uh, for kids, like a kid's show or something like that, where they can, like, you know, interactively play with the characters, but they were all underwater sea creatures. <laughs> yeah, but I guess I was wrong. Okay, so I'm, I'm only on episode two, but here's pretty much the, uh, the lowdown on the show, the series. It's a miniseries, because I don't think it's going to be, like, a part two or anything like that. I think it's, like, six... Maybe eight episodes? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Okay. So Squid Games takes place in South Korea. I got my careers right? You got your careers right. I got my careers right. Now, let me go ahead and explain this to you. I cannot tell you not one of the characters' names because they're all in Korean. (laughs) So I really, no, I think the main character's name is Sing Hai. Yeah, you sure. Okay, we're just going to go with that. Okay, so basically the format is that... All of these people meet up with this guy, okay? And he represents some country that we don't know what it is. Not country. Business, and we don't know what it is. But he basically goes to people who are heavy gamblers or who are in a significant amount of debt, okay? So he plays a game with him. The game that we witnessed is, what's the game, the slap game, where you have two folded pieces of paper, you put one of them on the ground, you throw the other one to see if it flips? Oh, I don't. I remember, I remember boys playing it in junior high school. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, so that's kind of how they lure you in, and then they're like, "Okay, if I win, you owe me this amount of money, but if you win, I owe you this." So of course, the guy always wins, and what he tells them, "Well, since you don't have the money, you can just slap me." And then the one time that these gamblers win, they're like, "Okay, I can do this." So all these people, I want to say it was four hundred and fifty-six people are collected in this compound, like an Asian compound, because it still is kind of fancy, as opposed to like a compound in like an American movie. Um, this huge this huge facility where they all just all of a sudden wake up and they're like, okay, where the hell are we? And so a voice, to, no, they have these like security guard people or something like that, I don't know, all their faces are um, covered up, saying you all have this debt, and we're gonna help you get out of this debt if you want to. Now, here's your chance to leave, or you can stay. But they've got three rules. I think one of the rules is, if you try to leave, you will be eliminated. That if you, let me see, what is the other one? If you lose, you will be eliminated. And in order to leave, everyone has to agree to leave. Okay, so, then they are sent outside to play a game. And the game is red light, green light. But for some odd reason, I don't know why, they felt the need to create a Korean little girl, big ass robot, to do the game, okay? So everyone's like, okay, this is a kid's game, we can do this. So the game starts, 
And when she turns around after she says, after she says red light, her eyes start going this way, this way, that way, that way, because it's spotting any kind of movement. And then you get shot to death. Okay. So imagine the shock on everyone's faces when they see the first round of people getting killed. It's like, uh, okay, okay. So they get through Red Rover where I think 200 people were killed during just the first game. Yeah. So when they go back inside, some of them are like, we don't want to do this. We want to go home. Um, and then they learned what the prize is. And the prize is like $25 billion. Not in American money. I'm not sure what that equates to in Korean money. It was like $3.8 in U.S. dollars. Okay. So they're like, you're making us play kid games for this amount of money. And people are still saying, no, I don't want to be a part of it. I tell you what, for $100,000, I will step on a baby's neck. <laughs> <laughs> so if you tell me I have the opportunity to win $3 million if I play Red Rover, Crisscross Applesauce, Jax, uh, Tweelily, any of those fucking games, I'm going to win all of them, okay? Because I'm just like, it's simple. It's like nursery school games. So I don't know what's going to happen towards the end of it because we're only on episode two. We got to get back into it. But it is most definitely something different. I like watching things that come out that are different. They're outside of the box. Uh, as much as I love reality TV, I love a good scripted show. But it has got to be something that is like almost something that cannot even happen such as this right here i wish a motherfucker would come up here and tell me we gonna let you get you gonna get kidnapped okay for 3.5 million dollars you ain't even got to tie me up i'm coming in the van okay <laughs> so make sure you check out clickbait on netflix when we get back i will award award the libra lounge keisha keisha bitch i started all over that you sure it's like did. my first and you also show said the wrong movie what movie did I say? Oh, you said make sure and watch Clickbait. Okay, make sure you watch Clickbait. And? But then watch Squid Games, all right? Because we want to show support to our South Korean brothers and sisters, okay? <laughs> uh, when we get back, I'm going to award the Bitch Please of the Week from the Libra Lounge. Bitch Please! You be rolling down the street Telling stories Bitch, you never tell the truth Bitch, please. Everybody know you lying, bitch, because all you do is lie. Producer James and I would like to thank you guys for tuning in this week. Make sure you're following us on social media. We love interacting with our listeners, so drop us a line, send us a DM, comment on our post, and we will most definitely get back with you. All right, so, uh, you know, I'm always looking for a bitch please of the week. There's always a lot of local things, stories that I could talk about, but then we have so many listeners that are not even around here. Right. So I have to think of something that everyone can like really relate to. And then I got on Facebook and I saw this and I'm like, if that ain't the motherfucking bitch please of the century right there, I don't know what it is. So listen, I've got to read it to you. This person says, just watch Titanic. Titanic. Oh my God. <laughs> Professional broadcaster. <laughs> Just watched Titanic for the first time as an adult, and man, do I have some new takeaways from all that. Because when we saw Titanic, how old were we? Ooh. We were adults. We, no. No? Like 18. Okay. Adults. 18, 19. Okay. okay. First off, great movie. Fantastic, actually. But then there's this Rose Lady. <laughs> <laughs> Just awful. First off, Bill Paxton has been spending years of his life trying to find this diamond. Dude's got an entire operation and business dedicated to it. He invites Rose and her old ass to stay on his ship, puts her and her daughter up, and thoroughly explains what he has been doing and how important finding the diamond is to him. Not only does Rose have the diamond in her possession and not say shit, she also decides to bore the entire crew with this long-ass two-day story about how she scored with this random dude one weekend 80 years ago behind her fiancé's back. <laughs> oh, then after they listen to the whole fucking story, she throws the diamond in the water, then goes ahead and dives on this poor fuck's boat. Nice gal. Oh, then when she does, when she when she goes to heaven, she's reunited with that random dude she shacked up shacked up with in a Model T 
one weekend 80 years ago and not her actual husband? <laughs> Who you she know, had kids with. You're right. You know, the guy that was there for her for her entire adult life, raised children with her, had grandkids with her, and all the while she hit this wild and freaky time, she hooked up with this guy on a highly publicized cruise ship that killed 1,500 people, then left that same guy she cheated on her fiancé with to freeze to death while she sang a stupid song at a fucking floating door big enough for two. Yeah, that guy. Rose DeWitt Bucketeer, you get the bitch please from the Libra Lounge this week. <laughs> I'm going to be so fucking pissed if, if we get to heaven and you just end up, you're like your happiest moment was with some weekend fuckboy. Yeah, I mean. That's what it is. I agree with that. Jack must have had a King Kong dick. If this bitch <laughs> is still talking about it 84 years ago, but 84 he, years later. But he painted her like one of his French girls. But she ain't even get to keep the painting. No one got to see it. The ship sank. I mean, no one had to know about Jack. She could have let every, I mean, she only knew him for two days. How much of an impression did you leave on a person? I get, yeah. Good point. And for half of, the, half of that time, she didn't even like him. <laughs> I don't know. But thanks again. You guys have a great rest of your week and stay sucker free. It's the Lieber Lounge. The Lieber Lounge. Ooh.